This is Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager, Canada's national source for the latest agronomic research, crop production, and technology trends. You've tuned in to hear conversations about relevant research, best production practices, and everything in between. Today's podcast is brought to you by DeKalb Canola. At DeKalb, innovation isn't some buzzword. It's a part of everything we do. It's why we never stop working to help canola growers like yourself achieve your best by developing next-generation hybrids you can count on to start stronger, control better, and yield bigger for an easier, faster, and smoother harvest. Because when your canola thrives, you do too. DeKalb Canola. We are the seed for every season. Talk to your retail today about growing DeKalb Canola in 2022. Always follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Hi, my name is Alex Bernard, Associate Editor for Top Crop Manager, and I'm speaking today with David Van Dines, Chief Product Officer for the Manitoba Agricultural Services Corporation, also known as MASC. So several rural municipalities have declared an ag state of disaster in Manitoba recently. What does that signify? For us, and we're hearing the same message that a lot of crops are, are suffering from the drought conditions we're experiencing in Manitoba. So lots of challenges for our for our clients, our producers, and you know, hopefully they have their agri-insurance in place and it's something that can help them through this difficult year. Yes. Now, a recent Manitoba Agriculture and Resource Development crop report mentioned that growers must contact MASC before putting crops to alternate use. Is this related to agri-insurance or is that only for growers who are with agri-insurance? That's correct. That's related to agri-insurance for sure. Typically, the way our program works, if a producer plants his you know, wheat, barley, oats, the intention is typically to combine the grain. And when they decide to do something different, it's absolutely fine with our agri-insurance program. They just need to let us know. And what our staff will do is they'll head out to the field and they will appraise that crop and come up with a yield that is based on what we think they would have combined had they decided to do that. You know, that's important because that's how their claim will be determined if they should be in a claim position. And it's also how their future coverage will be calculated because their future coverage is based on their past experience with that crop. So we'll use those numbers when we calculate what their future coverage is too. Okay. So it's mainly for... It can be for any crop. Absolutely. It's for any crop. But what we're seeing producers mostly converting into cattle feed at this point in time or livestock feed at this point in time are the cereal grains for sure. But at any point in time, if a client is going to change their intentions for a crop from what is traditionally thought to be the intention for that crop, that's when they should contact MASC to do those types of appraisals. The same thing goes if they're just going to outright destroy the crop. If the crop is deteriorated to the point where they feel it has no value for livestock feed or for grain later, they just want to work it under, they should still contact MASC before they do that so we can do a proper assessment and get their claim payment squared away properly and that sort of thing. I know it's been a very, very rough year on the prairies. At what point or at what crop stage do you think growers should be able to tell if they are going to turn the crop into green feed or silage or just destroy it? So again, it's really when they can see what potential that that crop has. And and there's lots of factors that go into play depending on their own situation in terms of what their livestock feed needs are. So there's some cases where there's a pretty good looking crop coming along, but they have bigger needs in the livestock area. So they are converting even some good looking crops into livestock feed, which is again, absolutely fine within the agri-insurance program. So each decision a farmer makes is dependent on their own situation, how, how good that crop looks, how bad they need livestock feed, those types of things all play that role. And, and even a little bit 
bit of an outlook. You know, if they have a bunch of crop that is pre-sold or, or contracted, they may feel like they have to harvest that crop to honor their contract. So there's lots of things that go into the decision whether or not they're going to convert that crop to livestock feed or hang on to it for harvest as grain as well. Okay. And I know that MASC has several local service centers. How can a grower find their closest service center? Yeah, so we have 10 rural service centers out there. And again, we ask that you contact those offices. If you're looking for the one nearest you, you can go to masc.mb.ca and see our list of service centers there. You'll find a phone number as well as an email address and that sort of thing. You know, give our office a call or drop us an email. If you know your, your local representative personally, you can shoot them a text, those kinds of things. There's lots of ways to get in touch with us. And once you do that, we'll make the arrangements that we need to make to come and have your field appraised and move the process forward. Perfect. Does the producer or grower need any information or should they have any on hand when they're contacting their service representative? Yeah, I mean, the things that are important to us really are the fields, the locations of the fields that they're considering putting to an alternate use or doing something different with just again to help us gauge how much time we'll need and the right adjusters. So that the crops that they plan to deal with and the locations that they're in are certainly helpful pieces of information. We, we have some of that information because they've already declared it to us through the seeded acreage report process. But again, just to confirm which fields they are considering putting to an alternate use is important so we can get the right staff out there at the right time in the right place. And I know that the hay disaster benefit has been opened up recently. Does that impact whether growers should consider alternate uses or is that something completely separate? Hay disaster benefit is a little bit different. It applies to our producers that carry forage insurance. So it's a unique product to Manitoba. It is something that's been in Manitoba for a little while, but it's really quite unique to Manitoba. And it's basically designed to provide additional indemnities to our forage insured clients in years where there's a severe provincial hay shortfall. So some of the requirements are you need to carry forage insurance in the first place. You need to have a forage insurance claim with us in the first place. And if you have those two things, then this hay disaster benefit is like a top up. So it provides additional indemnities in these disaster years. And what's a little bit unique this year from MASC's perspective is traditionally we make the determination of whether the hay disaster benefit will apply in like December. So after all of the harvested production reports are received here at MASC and we have a really good picture of what the forage year was like for our forage insureds. And and this year, we made the leap of faith that with the extreme drought that we're experiencing, that there's just no doubt that the hay disaster benefit will trigger this year. So what we like about it is rather than sending producers, I'll say additional indemnities in December or January, by making this announcement at this time of year, we can send them that additional money much earlier in the season and hopefully allow them to put it to better use on their farms. A silver lining in a rough year. Exactly. That's what we hope it is. Again, you know, it's been a challenging year for them. So any little bit that we can do to help them through that situation is what we're gearing for here. So, Excellent. Is there any information that you would like growers to have either when they're considering applying for alternate use or just in general for this season? So the only other thing that if you haven't heard already that we're trying to do in these alternate use situations is we recognize that if there is a grain crop there to be had, it's likely a lower yield in the first place. But the piece that we don't always consider when we do these appraisals for alternate use is the potential quality of that crop. And in the agri-insurance program, there is a guarantee on the quality side as well. Normally, when we do appraisals at this time of year, the assumption is that the quality will be average or normal because, you know, it's too early to say any different. 
But this year, again, with the drought situation that we've had, we've made the decision to apply quality adjustments to crops standing in the field when we do those appraisals on those cereal crops. So again, a bit of a unique situation for this year, recognizing that even if the producer were to combine that crop, it's likely to be lightweight just from the extreme drought situation. So we're applying that quality adjustment that normally only happens if they combine the crop we're applying it in this situation, even if they plan to convert it to livestock feed. Again, hopefully something that producers see as a benefit and can help them in their operations as they try and move forward through the challenging year. Thanks for tuning in to Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager. To catch up on all of our other episodes, visit topcropmanager.com slash podcasts.